Hi there, it's Steve Leone here, editor of the Concord Monitor. I'm sitting in for Sarah Pearson, and I'm here with the Granite Geek, David Brooks. Hey, Dave, welcome. Hello, Steve. All right, so you wrote a column today about a development in southern New Hampshire that's kind of trying to get off the ground. Uh, why don't you give us kind of an idea of what this place is all about? Yeah, why, why I wrote about this development that's outside our circulation area. Um, so this is a proposal by a, uh, a design company uh, actually in Brookline called Transformation, like farm, it's transformation, anyway, farm. Um, the owner has done some net zero buildings down in Massachusetts and developments, and this is sort of a next step up. The idea is to make an entire development up to up to three dozen houses, uh, housing units of various kinds that would not just not just produce less pollution or not even be net zero, but maybe even be carbon negative in the sense of remove carbon from the air as part of its existence. Okay, so take me through. Like, what does that mean? What does like, that how mean? Do you, well, I get I get the carbon neutral. I guess you don't. Everything solar and battery. Right, right. And, Everything and solar and batteries and lots of insulation, so it doesn't need heating oil. It uses heat pumps, mm -hmm. so and the solar panels can produce all the electricity it needs in theory. And in fact, the design would in, would uh, emphasize. Uh, electric vehicles, so we mm -hmm. also wouldn't have, you know, uh, f fossil fuels for powering the vehicles. Um, so it could, in theory, be carbon zero. But how do you be carbon negative? Okay, take me carbon negative. Carbon how start, negative. How do we start sucking carbon? Taking out of away here? other people's carbon. Well, uh, that's the farm part. So this is so this is about a 130 acre property. It's been farmed for over a century by the Jacobson family. Uh, typical scenario, you know, older member of the family died, the, the kids don't want to keep farming it. Usually what happens, it gets, you know, carved up in the McMansions. But they want it's to, it's in a trust, family trust, and they really want to try to do something a little more, try to keep some farming there and also be environmentally, well, make enough money to be able to yep. get rid of it. So, so the idea is they'll have these units um, that would be built not just to use less energy and, and cover their own energy, but to be built in theory at least, they're gonna try in ways to reduce the carbon output of building them. So that includes uh, less concrete, or if no concrete, even the foundation concrete's a big problem with carbon. Mm -hmm. But the farm would also be a farm, and it, it set up a, a nonprofit, and it would be farmed in a way that can remove carbon from the air. Now this is, this is a real thing. Uh, research, a lot of research is going into this, is it, it, the ways you, you do your farming, the ways you do your tilling or don't do your tilling, the kind of crops you grow and what you do with them, you can actually put carbon back into the soil, which is a good thing, and remove it from the air. We're not talking about huge amounts of carbon here. This is not sure. you know, going to suck it down. But the net result is it could, in theory, be overall carbon negative. So... Okay, so I, I imagine there's a big cost in this. We can talk about that in a bit, but like technically, do we have everything that to to make something like this? Can we like technologically, even when you said uh, if you spend without a big, concrete, yeah, you know, in New England, what do you make? Sure, I know. I think you well, you know, you you probably have to put in a few concrete uh, uh, posts into the ground, but as compared to a, a completely concrete foundation, um, you uh, you can cut it way way down. Um, and cut it down so much that it could be compensated over a certain number of years by the yeah. farm. That would be the idea. I, I, so far as I can tell, all this stuff is technically feasible. The problem, of course, is cost, or the yeah. complication is cost. Yeah. Um, and 
and and that's that's part of the thing. So actually, one of the one of the things uh, that that's interesting is trying to integrate the housing with the farm to make it more resilient, both financially and to a certain extent, you know, food-wise. So you know, there's no 130 acres of farming in New Hampshire is not going to yeah. feed 36 households or at all, but it can do be a part of it. And the idea is also that the finances of the house would help keep the farm going in the sense that you could, like, if there's a transfer fee, every time you sell one of the units, it's like mm-hmm. there, there'd be some condos, some apartments, okay. some houses. Part of it would go to the farm. So that would be financially interconnected as well. Okay. And when you say farm, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking fruits and vegetables? or Yeah, probably. Like I'm well, raising land. Might be. Might it, I mean, it what they have right now, I believe, is mostly hay fields and kind of stuff because there's, there's money there. But, yeah, the, the idea then would be to more food would actually feed but but that has so, to be that has yeah. to be decided so, by the farmers so how far along is this process it's I mean, they, he's drawn up plans so this is in the town of Amherst which yeah. is uh, sort of down close to it's one of the suburbs of Nashua quite well off town mm-hmm. um, and it has and it, uh, as I talked to the uh, the the owner um, uh, mr. Scott R. Carter Scott of uh, transformations he said that the zoning in Amherst is actually pretty progressive and mm-hmm. is allowing this sort of thing this zoning is often a problem with kind of innovative developments because we've set up zoning so you know two acre zoning and all your houses have to be spread out because yeah. you know whatever because that's the way it was cool 20 years ago and so you get all these McMansions scattered all over the place um, so so the zoning he's working at there's Finance issues, of course. You got to get financing for it. You got to make sure you can get buyers in. Uh, the houses are likely to be have, the way he was talking about them anyway, less square footage than maybe we've gotten used to in the McMansion era. Um, that's good environmentally, and it's you know reduces the amount of carbon you produce building them, but it might make it a little harder to find buyers. So things like that. Uh, there's some you know there's some neighbor pushback. There's always neighbor pushback, right? Oh whatever it might hurt my resale value so so it, it's just it's just going started to go through that process it is not so does anything like this exist around to this degree I know there's kind of elements of there's it. elements of it and I'm not quite sure so there's things called so part of what I sort of made fun of in my column is the goofy names that some of these have there's agrihood which is like a neighborhood built around a farm instead yeah. of instead of building it around a golf course you build it around a farm so there's agrihood which is kind of the idea here and there's a, a re, a regenerative communities which you know are the ones mm-hmm. that try to be net zero and stuff. So that's an aspect of it. So, the, and the, one of those uh, is in uh, Peterborough, of course. Which you expect Peterborough, good old liberal Peterborough. Um, so, so yeah, there are ideas. This is so it's it's not it's not impossible. Yeah. It's not completely out there, but it's then you have the human aspect. I'm, I'm I'm thinking of the HOA agreement you'd have to sign, like no no gas guzzling car could come visit well I mean, that's a good question why well, come visit no but you know does you would you have to use an electric lawnmower um you know instead of a i, I mean i don't yeah. know and that's that'd be part of it and that'd be yeah. that'd well, be part of the function of what you can sell it to well they can they can get into that debate about burning wood yeah fire pits <laughs> pellet stoves so I, I um and of course the incentive to all this is of course climate change uh yeah. The problems are big. The solutions have to be big. So, you know, fixing one house is, you know, improving your insulation in one house. Important, we need to keep doing that, but that's not enough in itself. So the kind of the idea is here, this is try to take a whole sort of a system-wide approach, uh, an entire development and neighborhood all at once. Um, you know, as I said, it's a well-off town, and the zoning is open to it. So 
this is probably as easy as it's supposed yeah. to. If it's going to work anywhere, it should work here. How scalable it is, how transferable it is, mm -hmm. that's part of the problem. But hey, if it works really well, everybody might say, hey, we want to do that too. Sure. So, yeah, definitely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Anything else to, to add? Anything on, else on to add? Uh, no, I think that's about it. It's uh, we'll keep my eyes on it. As I say, it's 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 down in Amherst, but I think it you know it's the sort of thing that would look pretty cool around here in the Concord area too, right. don't you think? Sign All me right. up. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll put my name on the waiting list. All right. <laughs> All right. Good. Uh, so uh, this uh, story is available on ConcordMonitor.com, GraniteGeek.org. Subscribe to the podcast, Stitcher, uh, Google Music, Podbean, iTunes. Absolutely. And uh, tune in uh, next, next week. week. Same, right. same, same bat channel, same bat time. There you go.